Welcome to Drive Time Talks, a podcast created exclusively for Toyota's policy drivers. Our team members driving policy decisions on issues important to Toyota. This is Donna Rudy from Government Affairs coming to you from Washington, D.C. Buckle up for Episode 3 of Drive Time Talks and let's see where the road takes us. This traffic report is brought to you by Toyota Government Affairs. With the members of Congress fully back from their two-week recess as the administration wraps up its first 100 days in office, let's hear from Toyota Director and Federal Lobbyist Charlie Ng on what lies ahead. Since Congress returned from the Easter break, they've engaged in three major public policy issues. First, they passed a continuing resolution. Second, Republicans in the House have been wrestling with a replacement for the Affordable Care Act. And third, the Trump administration released an outline of its tax reform proposal. Importantly for Toyota, it did not include reference to the border adjustment tax. As you know, we've been fighting the border adjustment tax for the last many months. Many of you responded to our call for action last week and wrote your congressmen and senators. Those who haven't, there's still time. Proponents are still marching forward in support of the border adjustment tax. We need to keep fighting. Thank you for your efforts thus far. Let's keep up the fight. I'd also like to highlight last week's New York Times article acknowledging Toyota among the influential companies pushing back immensely on the border adjustment tax. So policy drivers, you are making a difference. In this Rush Hour report, we highlight Congresswoman Virginia Fox's April 10th visit to the Toyota T10 program at Forsyth Technical Community College in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Forsyth Tech is one of 37 schools with the Toyota Technical Training and Education Network program, which prepares students to work at Toyota Lexus dealerships as certified technicians. Students at Forsyth Tech have achieved a 100% pass rate on the National Automotive Service Excellence, or ASC, certification test. The national average for first-time students taking this test is 30%. Fox, who is the chairwoman of the House Committee on Education and Workforce, described our operation as a model program. On Pennsylvania Avenue, President Trump responded to Toyota's recent announcement on investing $1.3 billion in our Georgetown, Kentucky plant, the largest investment in our plant's 31-year history, by saying that Toyota's decision to invest the $1.3 billion was further evidence that manufacturers are now confident that the economic climate has greatly improved under his administration. Senator Mitch McConnell had also commented that the announcement was welcome news for Kentucky's economy and its workforce, and that for more than 30 years, Toyota has been committed to the Commonwealth, and the investment is further proof that the company maintains its pledge to grow our economy and solidify Kentucky as a world-class automotive state. And for this segment on Constitution Avenue, join me in welcoming Ryan Thompson, Chief of Staff for Congressman Joe Barton of Texas, and Ellen Young, Scheduler and Executive Assistant for Congressman Mike Doyle of Pennsylvania. They're both here to tell us about the June 15th Congressional Baseball Game that Toyota has the privilege to sponsor every year. Ryan and Ellen, thank you so much for being here today. Sure. Happy to be here. I think most of our team members and even most Americans would be surprised to learn that there's an annual baseball game in Washington between the Democrats and the Republicans. How did this all get started? Well, it started in 1909. The members of Congress got together organically and decided to play each other in a game of fast-pitch, hardball baseball. And uh, they used to play at RFK Stadium. And we're now in our 54th consecutive game in the recent era. And uh, I think the Democrats are up one game on us. Is that right? Actually, it is tied. Tied. 39-39 and one tie game. So this sounds like real baseball. This is real baseball, and it's a hardcore tradition. Can you talk 
a little bit about how the congressional baseball game promotes bipartisanship? The time they spend dedicating their, their themselves to the baseball game and their individual teams is really a way of them giving back to the local beneficiaries. And while the, the game is spirited, um, and it is Republican versus Democrat, they both acknowledge and appreciate the fact that everyone's coming together for a common cause, and that's helping the local charities here in Washington, D.C. And what are some of the charities? We've got the uh, Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington, the Washington Literacy Council, the Washington National Dream Foundation, which is one of our newer ones. And then if you go back in times past, it was actually Children's Hospital here in Washington. But they're all local charities. Ellen, I understand that the Democrats have pretty much dominated the game for the past few years. What's been your secret weapon? With the exception of this last year, but yes, yes. I imagine that most people who might be familiar with the game would have me say Cedric Richmond. He is our pitcher, and he's wonderful. And Ryan, is it true that you have a former Major League player who is also a member of Congress from Texas helping to coach the team? We do. Roger Williams was dra- played baseball at Texas Christian University and was drafted by the Braves. While Mr. Barton is the manager, Roger Williams is definitely the coach. But going back to Ellen's point about Cedric Richmond, their pitcher from Louisiana is the best baseball player to ever play in this game. And finally, any predictions on this year's matchup? Yes, the Democrats will win the game 9-6. to six. I'll take the high road and predict we raise $550,000 for local <laughs> charities. Fair. Thanks to Toyota's sponsorship the last few years. And by the way, they are the largest sponsor of this game. Their commitment to the congressional baseball game is known wide and far across Capitol Hill. For our state highway segment, let's check in with Toyota Director of Technology and Innovation Policy, Hillary Kane. So, Hillary, I hear there's a lot going on at the state level on autonomous vehicles. Can you give us an update? Yes, so we are indeed seeing a flurry of activity at the state level on autonomous vehicles. Um, In fact, in the last few months, we've seen something like 50 or 60 bills introduced in dozens of states. And unfortunately, some of these bills are actually getting through. Uh, Just in the last couple of weeks, we've seen bills enacted in at least two states. And the challenge is that none of these bills look exactly like any of the bills in any of the other states. Uh, So we are at risk of a real patchwork of state laws, uh, which will obviously create challenges to us as we look to test or deploy these vehicles across state lines. And what elements are we seeing in these bills? So what's most unfortunate is that we're starting to see bills that create competitive advantages for some developers and disadvantages for others. For example, some of the bills we're seeing limit deployment to certain business models, such as ride sharing, and other bills only permit the testing or deployment of certain levels of autonomy and leave ambiguity as to whether other levels are even permitted. And what's been our engagement? Our government affairs team has been very active on this in recent weeks. Uh, We were in Texas last week testifying on their proposed bill and in Massachusetts testifying the week before. You know, the truth is that there are so many moving pieces here, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if we ended up reaching out to our policy driver members in the near future to get them engaged. Now let's take a quick detour. Did you ever flip a coin to see who gets the football or who rides shotgun? In the little town of Culp, Illinois, candidates Tammy O'Daniel Howell and Brian Rakenna tied for the seat of village president with 11 votes each. Under Illinois law, O'Daniel Howell called heads to become the new president. After all the door knocking, campaigning, speeches, and votes, sometimes the outcome of an election can come down to a single flip of a coin. 
And that's it for Drive Time Talks. Thank you for joining our podcast exclusively for Toyota's policy drivers. We want to hear from you on topics of interest, so email us at policydrivers at toyota.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.toyotapolicydrivers.com. This is Donna Rudy signing off from Washington. Mata ayamashou. Until next time.